It's not the first hot guy who's convinced me that putting one of his appendages in my mouth would make me powerful, and it definitely won't be the last. We watched Jujutsu Kaisen, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Quiet Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host producer, Weeb of All Trades, and Shadow Puppet Sad Boy, PJ. And me, your Jennifer Lawrence loving best of Rando, Skylar. And joining us today once again is our friend and newest student at Jujutsu High, Lauren. Hello, I am the person who knows one fight move, and that is the crane kick from the Karate Kid. You no mercy. You actually know it, though? No mercy. Um, I've never actually executed it before, but I'm familiar with it. Have you executed a crane kick? I'm not the one that claimed that I could do it. <laughs> I said I know. I know it. Yeah, I know oh. one move. That's the one move I know. I thought that was like the one move you can do. <laughs> mm, I know zero moves that I can do. Okay, there we go. Well, let's hope you can do the move of figuring out what this anime is about. Oh. This week, we are watching Jujutsu Kaisen as we finish off Best of 2020 month and 2021 as a year for quite disappointment. Wow. Well, Lauren, why don't you tell me, based on the name alone, what did you think this anime was going to be about? Okay, so I do know that Jujutsu is a martial art, so I'm assuming this is going to be- Jujutsu is a martial art. Yeah? Jujutsu. Jujitsu. I, I know of it as jujitsu. What are you saying? So what I'm saying is the martial art jujitsu, and this anime is jujutsu. Oh, well, then I made an assumption on the wrong word. <laughs> it's fine. Continue, though. My whole production is uh, going to be really different now. Okay. <laughs> no, no, so, no. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Tell me what you thought. Tell me what your, what what your gut told you. What I thought. What my gut told me was that uh, this was about jujitsu, the martial art. And then for no good reason at all, I was like, okay, this is going to be one of those like low-income martial arts studios where they're teaching people how to fight, but they're teaching them how to live on these rough streets with their hearts. Okay, exposed? With their hearts <laughs> exposed. They all have a debilitating chest disease. They just carry their hearts around. Literally, Honestly, that's yeah. Kind of, that, that's probably already a concept for an anime where people have to carry their hearts around in a jar. And like, if it gets broken, they die. Also reminds me of Madoka. Madoka Magica. Yeah, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's Madoka Magica. <laughs> Some lawyer somewhere like twitching. <laughs> Well, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change at all about what Jujutsu Kaisen would be about? I'm still thinking it's a martial arts studio, but it looks like they have superpowers, which I was not expecting from the title. Maybe that's what Kaisen means. Maybe it's superpowered jujitsu, but in Japanese, it's Jujutsu Kaisen. I assumed Kaisen was a name because usually the name, the words I don't know tend to be a name of someone like Sakura Inuyasha. So I was like, ah, it's it's Kaizen's place. That's who the teacher is. Oh, oh, so I'm curious then, which <laughs> one of these characters is Kaizen? <laughs> the one with the blindfold over his eyes is Kaizen. So you know what? Let's get into these characters on let's the poster. Do it. Yeah. And let's kick it off with our boy Kaizen. With this <laughs> one with the white hair and the blindfold over his eyes. Our white-haired boy. Um, he is the best one at this because he's the teacher. Um, he's Kaizen, but he's got some laser eyes, so uh, you can't look at his eyes, which is why he keeps them covered, kind of like that like, X Man. Yeah, not I was gonna say like uh, like Cyclops. Thank you, Cyclops. Yes, with so his like, uh, with his ruby coated sunglasses, so that the the beams. That actually, fun fact about Cyclops: his beams don't come from inside of him. His eyes are 
or a portal to another universe that is just energy and he's shooting out the energy from that universe oh that sounds incredibly painful (laughs) so similar to that i guess but i don't know if it's another universe portal but anyway this is his house you gotta live by his rules hell yeah kaizen's rules Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen. Who's the boss? It's not Tony Danza. It's Kaisen. It's Kaisen. It's been Kaisen this whole time. (laughs) All right, let's move around a little bit then. Mm -hmm. Let's move to this brunette girl with the hammer and nails. Oh, she's the... I thought those were Wolverine claws. I got very big X-Men vibes from this whole thing. You were just leaning so far into (laughs) this is Jiu-Jitsu X-Men. Jiu-Jitsu X-Men. It's all interwoven. (laughs) <laughs> the multiverse the multiverse of madness, of madness. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> so yeah she's got wolverine claws so like wolverine i was like she's got a super strong skeleton but she's our spunky loose cannon who's super impulsive and she's always looking for the next fight just so she can prove that she's the best at jujitsu because like we all know they're all gonna be good at it but she wants to know that she's the best okay she's like got a chip on her shoulder something to prove She's from The Karate Kid 3. Yes, with Jennifer Gardner? Question mark? No. Oh. Who is it? Hillary fucking Swank. It's actually called The Next Karate Kid, Skylar. I know. I think we've definitely had this conversation before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, now I have a quick question. Is the chip on her shoulder because she's a girl, like she feels she needs to prove something, or is it from something else? No, um, I think we're going to be spending the anime finding out where this chip comes from. All we know is she's super competitive. She wants to be the best that there ever was. But, I mean, she's really good. She doesn't get a lot of competition, except maybe the teacher. Let's move on to this dark, spiky-haired boy. Oh, black-haired boy. He acts like he doesn't care, but he cares, like, way too much about this stuff. Accurate. Oh, good for (laughs) me. Um, I cannot tell what superpower he has based on the poster, so I'm assuming it's going to be something like maybe invisibility, or maybe he just has a really strong nose like uh, Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. You never know. (laughs) That strong scent, you know, comes in handy. That's a useful power if it's like superhuman strength. Yeah. At that point, you could find dead bodies, you could find bombs where they're planted. Like, you have a very useful skill. Things would smell so bad, though. All the time. As someone that has a pretty, like, intense sense of smell, like, it sucks sometimes. Yeah, I've talked to people who have heightened smell, and they're like, it's actually the worst. All right, and then let's finish off here with this pink-haired boy with the red collar. He is our newest recruit. I assumed he was kind of like uh, an Iron Fist, but done well, unlike the Netflix show. Yeah, fuck you, Netflix Iron Fist. All my homies hate you, except like you're you're passable, but you're just not very good. You're just not very good. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not even sorry. No, I'm not sorry. It was just not good. Anyway, he's got super powered punches is what I assumed because he has that glowing hand. Yeah, I just said super powered punches, baby. That's in my notes. A baby? Yeah, (laughs) I did type baby. It's right there. Super powered powered punches, baby. baby. I guess I want to clarify throughout this, is the the crux of the anime just going to be them learning martial arts or is is there like a grander story 
that they are going to jujutsu themselves out of. Well, you see, there's like all these red hands and like something like an eye in the background of this poster. So I was like, they're at school learning jujutsu, which I misread as jujitsu. And um, in the meantime, there's demons. So, you know, got to fight off them demons. That's what I've learned from watching anime. Is you're you, like you I slay those. <laughs> I've seen Inuyasha and Demon Slayer. I know that all anime has demons, and you have to <laughs> fight them off. I'm sure if I keep watching Great Pretender, there will be demons at some point. The demons, capitalism. Oh my God, there it is. Yeah, very upset to finish Moriarty the Patriot and realize there were no demons anywhere. The demon was corrupt society and capitalism. We all have our demons, and we'll explore them further after we watch episode one and two of Jujutsu Kaisen, so stay tuned, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch episodes one and two of Jujutsu Kaisen. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? This was one of my more accurate predictions when it came to like posters yeah you had a you had a vibe i had a whole vibe going but um i had a really fun time it was very imaginative it was very beautiful and i laughed a whole lot watching this yeah it's super funny so funny uh, yeah it's got a very interesting premise got a very interesting world Mm -hmm. and let's learn a little bit about how we got to that world by going through some quick housekeeping so jujutsu kaisen is based on the manga by gege akutami which ran in Weekly Shonen Jump from March 2018 and is still ongoing to this day, with a current total of 17 volumes. It is a sequel to Gege's manga Tokyo Metropolitan Curse Technical School, which was later renamed... Yes, it is a very big mouthful. And it was later renamed Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and now is treated as a prequel instead. It, like, it's a prequel because it just... It was so much... Like, Jujutsu took off so much more, but it's set in the same world that it's like, well, rather than have this be, like, the sequel to my moderately successful manga, let's have it be the prequel to my insanely successful anime slash manga. <laughs> Honest, that's really smart. Good for them. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the anime was directed by Sung Hoo Park and done by Studio Mappa for JNN. It aired from October 2020 to March 2021 for 24 episodes. A movie based on the now prequel manga has been announced titled Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. And actually, it just came out Christmas Eve. So by the time this comes out, it will have come out just this last week. That's so cool. Uh, but it only comes out then in Japan. Still no idea when it comes out in America. Come <laughs> on, fight me. I want it. Literally, with Jujutsu. Come on, let's F- go. Fight me with Jujutsu. <laughs> well, fun fact, Lauren. <laughs> jujutsu Kaisen just means sorcery fight. Yeah. Does it really? Heck yeah, it does. See, if I spoke Japanese, I would understand this so much better. <laughs> I, I think it'd be less entertaining, though, because we wouldn't get to hear what you assume it is. Alongside this, there have been two novels by Ballad Kitaguni, a fan book, a free-to-play smartphone game, and a collaboration with famous Battle Royale game PUBG. With that, let's jump into episode one and two. Yuji Itadori is a high school student with incredible athleticism who prefers his school as a cult club over sports. Yuji is told by his dying grandfather to help others and die surrounded by people, and his granddad dies shortly after. Meanwhile, Megami Fushigoro, a student from Jujutsu High, is tasked with searching for a cursed object, a figure of Ryomen Sukuna, a powerful supernatural monster known as a curse. Megami tracks Yuji down, having sets of figures energy from him. The duo realize that Yuji's occult club colleagues have the finger and intend to remove a protective seal on it. Doing so attracts curses, which attack them. Megumi engages the curses in a battle, and Yuji, after recalling his grandfather's last words, joins him. 
As Megumi is overwhelmed by a curse, Yuji eats a finger in an attempt to save Megumi. This causes Yuji to be possessed by Sukuna, who easily destroys the curse, but intends to go on a killing spree. Yuji easily suppresses Sukuna's possession, however, but Megumi declares that he has become a curse and prepares to exorcise him. Yuji attempts to convince Megumi that he is in control, and Megumi hesitates. His teacher, Satoru Gojo, arrives after hearing about Sukuna's finger. After learning Yuji ate the finger, Satoru has him give Sukuna control for a brief period. Declaring himself the strongest sorcerer, he easily handles Sukuna until Yuji reassumes control. Satoru knocks out Yuji, but is asked by Megumi to spare him. Later, Satoru explains to Yuji that the Jujutsu elders want him executed, but he was able to suspend his death sentence. As Sukuna had 20 fingers, he plans to have Yuji eat all of them, which would allow for Sukuna to be permanently killed along with Yuji. The next day, Yuji collects his grandfather's ashes and eats another of Sukuna's fingers, given by Satoru, demonstrating his ability to control Sukuna. Satoru brings Yuji to Jujutsu High, intending to train him there, pending on an interview with the principal, Masamichi Yaga. Yaga tests Yuji's resolve with his abilities, claiming his grandfather's dying wish to be insufficient motivation, and Yuji realizes that he wishes to live without regret of not stopping Sukuna, which results in him being accepted into the school. And that's episodes one and two of Jujutsu Kaisen. Let's talk about the gym teacher. Oh my god, the gym teacher, yes! Oh, yes. So the gym teacher, A... Just was not prepared. Like, uh, no. and I don't get how he wasn't ready because, like, his whole thing is like, "Hey, Yuji, I know how good you are at sports. Come be on the team." Yet yes. he wasn't prepared for Yuji to be superhumanly so good. good. Like, he literally because when the gym teacher does his like shot put, you know, mm-hmm. it, he gets like I don't know, like eleven meters, and it's like Japan's national record is fifteen meters, and then Yuji's like twenty eight effortlessly, and it's only because it got stopped because it hit a soccer court, a soccer goal. And he threw it like a a baseball pitcher. Yeah. (laughs) Just lobbed it right, like straight down the field. It was so funny. Yeah. And I like how he's so shocked that he's frozen in place. All the students just start piling like bricks and stuff on him and start like taking selfies with him. When he was like flexing and he was like screaming before he was so, you know, surprised. He gave me J. Jonah Jameson vibes. Where he was oh, just I screaming. Yeah. <laughs> he was just super intense the whole time and then froze. <laughs> I love when schools also have paranormal clubs. That's definitely something I would have been a part of. I do like that the the counselor person was like, hey, you guys can't even be a club because Yuji's application doesn't say he's on in the occult club. It says he's in track and field. And they're like, what the hell, Yuji? And he's like, hey, I promise I didn't do that. And then, then the coach comes in. And he's like, I know I did it. And then the counselor kind of has like that, like, oh, A, I didn't know that. And B, that's really fucking shady. Yeah, he was like, that's like cheating, isn't it? <laughs> Shady shit right there. Some shady, shady shit. Yeah, the occult club, though, was, um, that was really cute. I liked them both. I felt super bad when they start getting it, started getting attacked by the curse, demon, gross thing. I like how scary they made it, though. I was very scared. The entire time I was like, ew, no, thank you. <laughs> it, it, oh, God, it had so many eyes and mouths and claws and was just like absorbing this girl. It's because it's a bunch of curses coming together to like, yeah. create a bigger curse so that it could consume the finger. Gross looking. I don't know who was grosser, this or Ryuk. <laughs> I would say probably this. This was grosser. Ryuk is scarier. scarier. I would agree yes. completely with that assertion. I really like the 
designs of the curses like they're all very unique looking and obviously we're talking about like the generic curses um like special grade curses and stuff like that that you meet later that are a lot are a lot more like humanoid obviously like sukuna being one of them mm-hmm. but i i just think they're very interesting designs and i kind of like that they're almost kind of just ever present like especially like the weaker they are they're kind of just around affecting mm-hmm. things like you know the fact that people are just getting sick because this one is here and like i like that it's just like swimming casually through the 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 grassy field oh that was gorgeous yeah that was super cool unnerving but it was super cool i was gonna say did he <laughs> get scared lauren yeah i <laughs> Skyler, do like megami I did. just casually walking by and looking at it because he's like eh, not worth it's not my really time. what it's not really worth my time but remember they were sick because of ticks Right, but right, Lyme disease. It seems like it, like that's like the the, the way I read that was very much like, oh, that's what the natural world would assume is the reason. But if you know about the curses, it's actually because there's a curse present here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Big Brother wants you to think that it was the ticks. It's not the ticks. Yeah, Big Brother, the reality show. We're on to you, celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i did like um when megami went to get the the cursed item for the first time and it wasn't in the box how he like was like Just standing on top of it everywhere. and then like yeah <laughs> and i do that too when i lose things i go all around and i'm just like sitting there like where did i put it so i totally related and he's not a very comical character but that was a really funny moment for him i love his relationship with gojo also well i like gojo's relationship with his students in general yeah you're mm-hmm. right he has a very like hands-on approach i mean it's i mean not to make like this comparison that i feel has probably been made but it's very similar to like kakashi and how involved he is with team seven and naruto because this is just naruto oh hot so take. Jujutsu okay. kaisen uh isn't just naruto but it's very similar in a lot of ways and hear me out here this mm. has probably been covered on some tiktok before that i just haven't seen but this is just a thought i've had for some time because look you have mm-hmm. kakashi and team seven kakashi white hair insanely powerful covers part of his face with a mask gojo okay. white mm-hmm. hair insanely powerful covers part of his face with a mask naruto an outsider who has inside of him the spirit of a world-ending entity that, uh, if let loose, would destroy everything, and they are the only ones who could contain that power. Yuji Itadori <laughs> has inside oh of him God. a world-ending entity that only they can control. Sasuke Uchiha, an important, sad a, a, a sad, depressing member uh, who is insanely powerful, has some sort of insanely powerful secret technique that is unique only to his clan, and is part of a very important clan societally. Megumi Fushiguro is insanely powerful sad boy in the team of three who is part of a very important clan societally and is a master of one of the secret techniques of that clan the puppies uh well the shadows in general okay sakura you have um the girl of the group who is spunky and just as competent as the boys uh and is looked down on more because they are the girl of the group but ultimately is just as competent and strong and uh has a very unique way of dealing with things in a physical combat sense nobara kogisaki (laughs) (laughs) just again exact same thing they're all this is like very parallel parallelized naruto that's very ableist of you to say so pj ableist rokosi's 
said like paralyzed, paralyzed. Ah, no paralyzed. No. no. Uh, well, you know what, Skylar? <laughs> if if knowing that Jujutsu Kaisen and uh, Naruto share a lot of similarities makes you ableist, then co- then consider me someone who takes down handicapped parking signs. Oh no, PJ! What the fuck? <laughs> I think I think you're canceled. Hey, I've been canceled, baby. I thought you baby. were about to say, I think you're cancer. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, true, but like, damn. Hey, Cap, that's my secret. I stay canceled. <laughs> you can't get canceled if you're already canceled, baby. <laughs> Trisha Paytas knows. Trisha Paytas oh. knows. <laughs> But so, like, back to this wild ride, you don't super get to see it because, like, you kind of only get to see him in his, like, initial Yuji form. But Sukuna is so fucking hot. He's hot. What? So he's hot. So fucking he's hot. Lauren. Lauren. Ooh, Lauren. No. Lauren. Lauren. He's hot. <laughs> okay. Okay. On your, like, on this scale of a hot anime man, which I know is so many, 12. where does he fall? <laughs> He's, he's like towards. He's top ten, easy. Is he hotter than Sishomaru? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! Oh my god! Because I, I think it's also it's a, a lot of his attitude. Of Can I say? Well, yeah. You'll you'll see a video, a clip later, Lauren. We're like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Regardless, but what I, what the reason I wanted to bring it up is because you do only get to see like the initial and in transformed Yuji form when he takes over. But mm-hmm. I will say you also get to see. Yes, he's hot. Yes, I'll talk about, to death about how hot he is. And maybe maybe this is something I need to explore that I really really love hot psychopathic murderers. Same. Shout out Hisuka. No, that's a pedophile. He's a not a literal pedophile. B, we do not support pedophiles on this podcast. That is why we will never do Roroni Kenshin. Oh goodness. Oh no. That is just a hot take for you if you are not aware the creator of Roroni Kenshin is a legit got arrested for owning so much child pornography that they had to arrest they arrested him because they were like, There's no way you have this much and you don't intend to like sell it or something. And he's like it. And he's like, No, I just like it that much. Oh, <gasps> That's, uh, and while he may ugh. have created one of the greatest samurai anime of all time, we will not ever cover With it on this the podcast. Reboot. And the reboot's coming. We will still not cover it on this podcast. That oh. aside, I do think there is something I need to explore myself that I like these psychopaths that are hot. You should. That said, um, he, in this, the second he's like in power, he's like, where are the innocents? I cannot wait to slaughter them. Yes. <laughs> That's like the first thing this boy that says. Is- sexy <laughs> no <laughs> he's he straight up was like what the, what's that line from the titanic women and children first don't mind if i do <laughs> yes i mean don't get me wrong it was really funny but i was like uh-oh this boy's trouble whereas both I of you were like you holy were shit <laughs> i wasn't like super into him yet it's when you see him it like what he looks like inside of his domain you're like oh hi sukuna there's like a glimpse of him in the the opening credits, isn't there? Where yes. he's like sitting on that throne. Yeah, that's it. That's the okay. one right there. Okay. Uh, I will say he does kind of look like Yuji. Like he looks ex- almost exactly mm-hmm. like Yuji. And I can't tell if that's like oh because he is he's part inside. of Yuji. Yeah. Because it looks can't like be him. a Roxas Sora situation. Yeah, exactly. Which that means nothing to Lauren. It but does not. It does mean something to some of our listeners. It will, and good for you guys. 
but it might be a Roxasaurus situation. But I'm also curious if maybe that is just what Sukuna looks like. And maybe Yuji's like a descendant of Sukuna's. Oh, oh and my that's God. why he's able to control him exactly, so well. Exactly, yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Explain a lot. <gasps> and don't get me wrong, the, the manga is pretty far along. And so, like, there's probably a like Jujutsu Kaisen manga fans listening right now being like you fucking idiots either because they're like yeah duh or because they're like that makes that's not at all what it is <laughs> well I accept for those of us who have only seen the 24 episodes maybe Yuji's a long lost descendant of Sukuna that'd be super fun I like that I like that I, a lot yeah I enjoy that a lot I love the teacher's kappa like plushie that's just beating the shit oh out of you. Oh. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, so as we move over to the principal, because he's not a teacher, he's the principal. He's yeah, the principal. You're right. I'm yeah. sorry. I love when places, when a, a world that has like magic and stuff, everyone has like a different way of using it, mm-hmm. which is something that I really love about this anime because everyone you meet uses it completely differently. Like mm-hmm. you have uh, Megumi who who summons his like shadow curses. You have um, obviously the principal who infuses his curse energy into the spirits. You have characters that obviously you'll meet later like Kento Nanami, like the tax man, has that ability where he can oh. always find the exact weak point of something. The tax you know, man. Everyone, everyone has such unique ways of using their magic and I love that in a system like this. Mm-hmm. Before we super duper duper get into talking about this, I did want to point out one great thing about the interaction with the principal, and okay. it's when Yuji walks in. He's like, "Hi, my name is Yuji Itadori. I am into girls like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> 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 it's a pleasure to meet you." That is it. The way he introduces himself, it was so funny. I was laughing so hard. They actually, uh, in another episode, uh, I forget what the exact shout out is. Uh, they reference Sebastian Stan. Oh my god! Because <laughs> they just have a lot of very contemporary references. Like That's honestly, so fun, and both of them are attractive. What? Just one of the other female characters uh, that you meet later during, like you know, it's a school anime. There's always going to be a like sports festival type situation. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. One of the students from one of the other schools, it has like a little segment where it's like, what's, what's your type? And she's like, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> <laughs> and someone showed the clip to Sebastian Stan and he's like, oh, that's so nice of them. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he is a great, he's so gracious to his fans. They show him all this weird shit and he's like, you guys are cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Skylar, talk about your Kappa fight. Oh, yeah. So I fucking love this little Kappa plush just beating the absolute shit out of him. Yes. Yes. That's so (laughs) funny. And it kept beating him up, too, even after he had given his reason for wanting to be at the school. It still, like, knocked him out. And the teacher's like, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) That was that's my bad. But also, it's like a really nice moment because like you really do get he gives a very protagonist answer, right? Because he wants mm-hmm. to help people, blah, 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 blah. Super mm-hmm. generic. And the principal is like, yeah, fuck you. That That's not a good answer. Like, that's, that's no. <laughs> There's got to be something else. <laughs> Rejected. And well, um, he's like, that's just not genuine. Like, I can sense that you're not. That's maybe what you think is true, but it's not what's true, true. Right. Yeah, and he's like, you know, that can't sustain you for all of your school life here. And, I mean, he does point out, he's like, nothing's ever been hard for him. And I think that's kind of cool. Because, like, you don't want to OP. I mean, you don't want a protagonist that's too OP. But, like, someone 
Well, I mean, that's kind of what, like, One Punch Man is, huh? Well, kind of, yeah. So part of, like, the larger context of the larger narrative that is in the essential gag anime of One Punch Man is that what makes a hero is the selflessness of being a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people who do it for fame or for fortune or for, like, these self-righteous ideals are never going to be true heroes. That's actually a, a, an important thing that's explored in My Hero Academia, too, in, like, towards, like, the uh, latter half of the manga where, like, Again, as I always say, because I'm caught up on the My Hero Academia manga, if you are too, uh, I feel for I feel for your heartbreaks and your heart aches, and my heart aches too. <laughs> Ugh, my heart will go on. But that aside, yeah, no, the message of heroism is inherently something that needs to be taken on by people who truly have a desire to do good. Not by Mm -hmm. people who want the accolades or for some weird moral journey, because what happens when that moral journey reaches its end? What happens when the accolades are no longer there? Who are you then? That is what makes Mm -hmm. a hero. See, I just meant when you're you're too OP, you get bored. But well said, PJ. Yeah, I misunderstood, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were saying I thought you were saying in the sense of him offering that like that's not good enough. Yes. Uh that's where it started. And then in my head I was just like, well, because he was saying that he's too like overpowered and like and nothing like has been a challenge for him and this would be a great challenge and he could rise to it. It's something that like only he could do. But mm-hmm. yes, then similar on to that note, to what you actually asked of me before I went on like my fucking high horse TED talk about I loved heroism. It, it was perfect though. Um, <laughs> um, There's a flag yes. waving behind uh, him. There is a, I mean, that's a big trope in anime is people who are so good at everything that it's fucking boring to be alive. There's no struggle, mm. there's no challenge. They've never had to try to learn to do something, they've never had to strive to be better. They just were good and it sucks. Don't get don't get too good, kids. But that's the problem with those characters is they're so effortlessly good. Mm-hmm. It's true. You want to see some struggle. Yeah, and they're literally always the characters that are like, God, my life is so boring because of this. And then obviously the 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 story beat is always they finally meet someone or something that challenges them and it becomes like the most important thing to them because they're like, Oh my god, finally something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see a lot of, like, villain turns, like, or not villain turns. You see a lot of, like, villain interactions across the world of anime. Talking about other stuff on this, in this anime that I really enjoyed. I mean, obviously, you know, I feel like we haven't given enough credit to the actual fight that we got. So we got, A, Gojo just absolutely wrecking shit on Tsukuna. Which was so fucking cool. And obviously, Sukuna's only at 1 120th power. Okay, also, side note, uh, Gojo, insanely fucking hot. Yes. Lord, you're not ready. Cool. You're not ready. No, 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 no. You're not oh. ready for how hot is. You're not he ready is. for the mask to come when off. When the mask comes off, holy fucking shit, is he hot. Same like Kakashi. <laughs> But yeah, so Gojo being hot aside, even with Sukuna being at what one twentieth power, he's still like, you know, when he's talking to Yuji about it later and he's like, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, if Sukuna were to get all twenty fingers, he's gonna like fuck shit up. Like people aren't ready for it. When Yuji's like, Would you be able to handle him? He's like, Meh, he'd yeah. be a little bit of a challenge, I guess. <laughs> he's yeah, like, he's like, yeah. He's like, let me be clear, I'm the best fucking sorcerer. And honestly, throughout the series, that's very canonical. Gojo is probably one of, if not the best, Jujutsu sorcerers in the world. 
good for him. He's also very funny. I loved when so he showed he up is, to the fight. He's such good comedic relief in this anime. Like he's hilarious. So good. He's Ugh. like, you went shopping before this. He's like, yeah, I had to. I had this bun. <laughs> I love that. He's like, you got souvenirs. He's like, no, I will be eating this on the train <laughs> ride home. <laughs> Don't be mistaken. This is no souvenir. <laughs> this Maybe is not a souvenir for to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he did this thing that I do with PJ that I know PJ hates. When he found out that the finger had been eaten, he was like, that's hilarious. And PJ will tell <laughs> jokes and I'll just be like, you're funny, PJ. That's really funny. I don't laugh. I just say it. <laughs> but what's, fu- what's worse is even when you laugh, it's still like, you'll like laugh and be like, that's funny. And I literally want to die every time. <laughs> Isn't there that like uh, bit on Scrubs? It's either Scrubs, yeah, okay, where yeah. he literally that, breaks up with that girl because she doesn't laugh at jokes. She just says they're funny. Wasn't it Mandy Moore? It was Mandy Moore. Am I Mandy Moore? That's so funny. And he's just like, then why don't you laugh? Why yeah, they she- and they break up. Oh, is this? Does this mean we're not going to be friends forever? Oh no, no, but you're not romantically I was like, linked. Uh, yeah, we're not romantically linked. If Skylar did that, oh wait, Skylar does also do that sometimes. <gasps> There was one time where I didn't Let me be clear. It is just sometimes. There was one time, though, I think when we were all together where both of us were like, you're funny, PJ. And I literally was like, I'm going to blow my brains out right here, right now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know what it does to my heart, but it breaks it a little every time. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but you know. He acts like us saying it is a lie. And it's just literally like reinforcing the idea. To be clear, I agree with JD and Scrubs. If it's funny, (laughs) why didn't you laugh? Autism. I don't know. That's my bit. (laughs) Autism, baby. That's not my excuse. I'm just an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not mean it when you say it then? No, no, no. I do mean it. But I also know it gets under his skin. So I say it more. The worst person. Uh, I choose to surround myself with monsters, just like every Jujutsu sorcerer does when they take the bow to protect people from these curses. I like that they're called curses and not demons. Yes, it did take me a second to get used to that. I was like, that demon's scary. And then I went, no, no, it's a curse. But I like that it's a new twist on an old story trope. There was just so much that happened in these two episodes that I keep forgetting to talk about. The moment at the beginning is so somber and so sad when uh, Yuji's grandfather dies. Oh my god, I did not expect the old man, the grandpa, I guess, to die that soon. And he he has like a very sad death and like he almost has like a little bit of like a Peter Parker, like Uncle Ben, like with great power comes great responsibility moment. But instead mm-hmm. of with great power comes great responsibility, he's like, with great power comes the responsibility to help people so that you don't die alone and sad like I am right now. <laughs> it's oh just more God. honest. I mean, yes, but also, oh, no. But I like that, like, even with how shitty his grandpa was, Yuji was always by his side. Yeah. Been so sweet. He was the best grandson. And he was very, t- like, affected by his grandfather's death. You know, like, he was crying mm-hmm. when he called the nurses in. Yeah. And I like when he brought the flowers. And he's like, these aren't for you. They're for the nurses. They have to and deal with like- you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. It was Ugh. so cute. He's just really thoughtful. Like, he's a good kid. Can I say, I love that Yuji is competent and thoughtful and not i don't know i feel like a lot of times a character like this would be a little himbo-y and yeah. Yuji's mm. not that himbo-y like he's a no. little like short-sighted but he's very thoughtful yes right he has such a big heart and he cares so much 
He's so sweet. I yeah, love him. When he was like, I can't let my friends die. Like that you He's know like, Yeah, we're not that close, but I'm not gonna let them die. Yeah, I like that they don't have like some super strong bond, but like he likes them and he sees them every day and you know, they don't deserve to die. Yeah, yeah, and he and he's very much like, you know, he's like, regardless of anything, they're still my friends, even if we're not that close, which I completely get. There's plenty of people in my life that I'm like, yeah, that person's my friend. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not super close with them, but like, I would consider them a friend regardless. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he just has that strong attachment, that strong will towards people. Yeah. And I th- but I do like that they did make it be very like they're not super close so that when he then never speaks to them again and moves to a new school, you're not like, "Oh, what happened to them?" <laughs> Devastated. Yeah. It's not super tragic. Oh, it's not his best friends in the whole world and they're all he has left. It's like, "Okay, no, he can he can move on." And speaking of moving on, uh oh. let's move on to the music of Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen obviously we have some good music kind of uh, surrounding, you know, some good BGM up in this piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as the series progresses, we also have some good fight music. Um, you didn't get to see too, too much of that, but it's definitely there. Yeah, we got some. But where it really shines is where this is with this intro and outro. Uh, so let's talk about them. So that intro is Kaikai Kitan by Eve. Lauren, tell me what you thought about that. I was so pumped up when I first heard that song. Um, it was a lot of fun. I loved the traditional Japanese art style merging with the more modern day art style. Was beautiful to watch. I had a really good time with the opening. Yeah, I mean, I just, I absolutely love this intro. It is a total banger. It is my, it is my alarm right now which i unfortunately i think need to change because i have been sleeping through my alarms a lot lately he's just having too much sorcerer fight fun in his dreams yeah 100 do you do that thing where your the music starts to become part of your dreams well yeah that happens to me it happens when you've had an alarm for long enough your brain starts to assimilate it like it doesn't wake you up anymore so i need to change it to a new song Got but it. aside that it's my alarm because i love it so much it's a it's a super good song i really love it and yeah the visuals are i agree are phenomenal um skylar mm. what did you think about it oh my god i i'm in love <laughs> i'm in love with it you know i'm a slut for great graphics and visuals and OP. what you <laughs> Just like when he's sitting on the train and there's the fish or the part where uh, what's-her-face puts on the glasses and you can oh, see the curses. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful when um, <laughs> when Kakashi's standing on... No, I'm joking. I love Gojo. When he's standing <laughs> on the thing and it's just spinning around him and he's just Ugh. being real sexy. So cool. It's great. I love it. And it's a great song. Like, honestly, it's a bop. Mm-hmm. It's a bop. Absolutely love it. Definitely a new favorite. Uh, 
in in the in the realm of anime ops, and it could be found on my anime playlist on Spotify. As always, plug that. Uh, so let's move into our outro song, which is "Lost in Paradise" by Ali, featuring AKLO. Lauren, tell me what you thought of that one. It was so much fun. It was yeah. unlike any other outro I'd seen before. I was like, this is so much fun. I wanted to get up and like dance with them as they were coming in <laughs> character by character. And I was like, this, this is just- you holding one of the dogs, just dancing through your apartment. Doing the full Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funky and fun yes! and awesome. And I mean, Ugh. like, not for nothing, like to kind of add when this anime first came out this outro was blowing up online like people love the visuals because the visuals are so unique and setting yes because like they're they're nothing like the anime at all they're like almost like this like it's like a crayon pastel drawing uh of artwork and they're Mm -hmm. all in very modern clothing doing very modern things but it still captures their personalities super well Um, perfectly to kind of super duper duper quick amend this we did not talk about uh, while we were doing the episode, while we were talking about what was in the episode, we did not talk about, and understandably, because she had a very small part towards the end, Nobara Kugisaki, who is the third member of their group. Right. Oh, yeah, she just girl. came in at the very uh, end. You barely meet her, but you get a lot of her personality in this outro video. <laughs> I did. <Her> getting discovered. <laughs> yeah, she's like shopping and wanting to be discovered by the paparazzi. It's totally her vibe. Good for her. And she's just stoked to be not in a small town. So. Yeah. I mean, same. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely uh, a funky uh, slap of a sog. Uh, Skylar, mm-hmm. I imagine you feel similarly. Yeah, I was forcing my coworker to listen to the song with me while I was like brainstorming who I wanted to choose for it. Mm-hmm. And I swear they cho- they said like five times, Wow, this is a bop. And I was like, I know. It's, it's so, so good. good. God, it is, yeah. too. I absolutely love this outro and this intro. Just great, great music on an already great anime. They're completely different vibes from each other, Super but they different. both fit. Yeah. They're both perfect. And both have just such intense, such high energies, but completely different energies to each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. Yes. But let's talk a little bit more about those energies and what those vibes are by moving on to our segment. What modern contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, why don't you kick us off with Kai Kai Kitan, that OP. Okay, I know I'm going to get yelled at because I don't think, I don't know if this is my best work, but I do have artists picked. (laughs) So for the intro, I said Fallout Boy. Honestly, okay, so I was talking. Roast me. Roast me. No, 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 no. 
PJ, stop. No, Honestly, no, no. Let me, tra- let me, let me explain my 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 sigh. Then, if you're gonna tell me to stop, it's okay. not a sigh of like, oh, Lauren, that's so bad. It's more like it is bad. I feel like there are like two eras of Fallout Boy that you could combine to kind of get this sound. I don't think there's any Fallout era, Fallout Boy era that is exactly the sound, but I mm-hmm. could see Fallout Boy doing this. But that was my right. sigh. Was like, I think you're right, but not exactly right not yeah it's not perfect at all but i could definitely see it co-worker i was talking about was liz mm. and oh. liz was literally like oh uh fallout boy could do this song and i was like yeah i could hear that yeah yeah that'd be good and then i was like mm, i feel like i've just picked fallout boy too many times personally mm-hmm. for me so then I needed to know, because that was like literally the only thing my brain could come up with. So what did you guys pick? Uh, I went with, uh, and I'm so not in love with this option, but I think the vocals match. It's hard to match this style. I will say mm. Eve has such a unique style with this song. Right. Um, even though mm-hmm. it's so also very, not generic, but it is also very like contemporary, like uh, like rock. Ball- like It's very contemporary, like modern rock, but it's still yes. also so not. At the same time, it's very unique. But I, I, yeah, I struggled. Yeah, I went with asking Alexandria. Oh, yeah, I really like that. That's good. Man, I haven't listened to them in a long time. Oh, my God. Who did you pick, Skylar? I kind of went on a journey. Oh. I, like, parts of the song really reminded me of the Czechish Juliet by We the Kings. I did get those vibes, yes. And, but the voice is just not there. It's Mm -mm. not there. And I ended Mm -mm. up going with All Time Low specifically uh, <laughs> specifically specifically dear maria count me in that's just cheating <laughs> why Can is I that say? cheating because dear maria count me in is widely regarded in the online spheres it's a meme unto itself as the most anime op non-anime op song uh, out there um, <laughs> it's so funny like literally there's a big I, trend on, there's a big trend on tiktok but you didn't know this and i told you that when you picked them i was like it's so funny that you don't know this context <laughs> Because there's literally a whole trend on TikTok that's just putting that song on top of anime OP visuals to see how well they fit. Because and do they usually always, fit? literally always? always. Oh. <laughs> it's we'll, like that. We'll Spider-Man send you a great gif. example of it. Um, please do. It's like that Spider-Man GIF where he always dances on the beat to yeah, whatever's playing. One hundred percent. Um, no, it's not actually cheating. But come on, Sky. Come on. I agree Sky. with you. I, I think they I could do great. I agree that there was that it's a good option. Yeah. I think their voices match up more. Yeah, I agreed. I, yes. For sure. It's definitely a little there. Not the like deeper voice, but no, no, no. but the other uh, voice. Like has when they it. hit the melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the end of the song. Yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Okay. I like all three of those options for, for sure. Sure. For sure. But let's move on then to that outro song, which I'm going to be honest, I do like the outro more than the intro. I do too. As much I as too. I love them both. Same. Uh, the yep. outro, Lost in Paradise. Mm. Lauren, in I'm curious to see who you pick. Um, it's probably very super obvious. I said Bruno Mars. So yes, one hundred percent. Let me let me. The reason I said that so like that uh, is yeah. not because I think it's a bad choice. I because I kind of completely agree with you, but took it like a slight step further because yes. I went with Silk Sonic, which is the oh. cur- the funk supergroup 
with Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack that have been releasing very, very 70s funk songs like Let uh, Leave the Door Open uh, and mm. whatever that one song is that's uh, not to be dramatic, but I want to die. I forget what that song is called. <laughs> <Not to> <laughs> But I, I agree. Bruno Mars loves going into this funk melody vibe, mm-hmm. which is, I think, why. And so does Anderson Pack, which is why they ended up forming Silk Sonic to kind of just revitalize the funk genre in the mainstream today. Yeah. But so to that angle, though, I just want to say I completely agree. We're on the same page here. What about you, Sky? Wow. <laughs> Wow. Uh, wow. I too went with Silk Sonic, but also Bruno Mars. Hey, hey, oh hey. my God. No, I uh, think you're lying. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who so, did you pick, though? It's interesting. It's um, okay. I definitely went with. 98 degrees so like let me be clear i do think 98 degrees could do this easily actually yes, i think they, they could, could. Do this because there's the progression of music that we have here what this song is funk original mm-hmm. funk warped into like blended into becoming r&b and then white boy r&b was born in the 90s who 98 degrees are the kings of white boy r&b the bastardization <laughs> yes, if you will of funk and then <laughs> now we have the new reemergence of new funk with silk sonic so realistically we're following a generational path here i was like lauren yeah. You you've heard uh, "True to Your Heart" by watching Mulan and the credits. Exactly. Yeah. That and oh my god! If you want to hear something super cheesy and like something low key cringe, mm-hmm. uh, listen to their uh, "Heated Up" song. Baby, let me take you to the ninety-eight, 98 degrees. degrees, girl. Let's heat it up. I'm down. Heat it up. I I'm think down. I have heard. It's a that ve- sounds it, familiar. It was a very popular song. It's it's not outside of the realm that you wouldn't have heard one of their most popular songs. Yeah. I don't think you should be ashamed of picking not 98 Degrees. I do think Lauren and I are like closer to the vibe. <laughs> oh, but, man. Uh, I think all three of these would be good versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would Honestly, do it justice. I'm pretty secure with my choice. I love you everyone's choice. Yeah, we all should be. We all did great jobs on these intros and outros, which means it's time to move along to some context, Mm. see some additional clips, and get Lauren's closing thoughts. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We had Lauren see some additional clips, some additional context, some additional curses, some additional jujutsus. Lauren, tell me after all that, what do you think? You guys were right. Everyone is so hot <laughs> in this anime. <laughs> <laughs> real real super quick i don't know how i just had this weird realization right now as i said it yeah. when i said additional jujutsus the techniques in naruto are called jutsus oh my it's god magic. it's sorcery i get it but still pj's <laughs> adding this to his list it's <laughs> just like when we watched doro Hadoro and we were like this is miraculous ladybug <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, but yes, uh, I'm. I, I agree. Super Everyone gets hot. hotter. Yeah. What did you think of the anime itself? It was really good. I the curses are a little uh, gruesome for someone of my taste, but <laughs> the fight scenes are super cool. I really enjoy all of the characters. So I had a really fun time. I'm glad I got to see a little bit more of it. Yeah, this anime is phenomenal. Skylar and I actually watched it during the pandemic. Uh, just mm. been straight through it. It was a very important anime for us at the time. I would venture to say it's probably my favorite anime of 2020. That is why I selfishly put it at the end of the month. <laughs> because that is why I that is where I would personally place it. 
Sure. Honestly, it was really hard to get through because PJ had to fucking leave during our marathon and be gone out of the house for hours. I'm pretty sure it was probably like during that point of the pandemic where everything was still closed, but like we were we doing were playing D&D. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. So I think I literally had to like leave in the middle of the marathon to go play D&D and then came back and immediately picked the marathon back up. With <laughs> so I'm just pacing around the apartment. Wondering what's going to happen. Itching. Yeah. Itching. Um, <laughs> PJ, I had a realization if we're making comparisons. Oh. Junpei from this is the Mitsuba from um, Toilet Bound. Oh, shit. Junpei is Mitsuba. He's so important. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, ah, no. Al anime is the same as itself. <laughs> You know, this is just, honestly though, this is just reminding me of back in the day when I would just get lost for hours on a TV Tropes binge. Mm, yes, yeah, yes. TVTropes.com, phenomenal website. Phenomenal. Or is it a dot .org? I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, all of that said, I'm really glad that you liked what you saw so mm-hmm. far. Tell me, Lauren, you saw a lot of new characters in those clips. Did you end up with a favorite character? I do have a favorite character. I don't think my favorite character surprised anyone at this point, but uh, it was Gojo. Yeah, he's a sarcastic yeah. uh, asshole. <laughs> I always love my sarcastic with asshole. Like with like a heart of gold. Yeah, that's that's my guy. That's him. I loved him. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good pick. I will say I I did introduce an, an additional sec an additional sarcastic asshole to see if it threw you off at all. You did, and I was like, oh no, but no, go. And especially because he like hates work. I was wondering if that would sway you at all. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I thought you were gonna go with that. He was very funny. I didn't get to see a ton. It's true of our our tax man, but um, I did relate to him. A lot, on his cow so. blade. Honestly. I mean, listen, when I'm listen when if I continue watching, maybe he'll become number one. We'll see. But for we'll now, see. Gojo is a phenomenal Gojo. choice. Uh, I will say, selfishly, the reason I wanted you to get excited about it, because Kento Nanami is my favorite character, <laughs> Mr. Taxman himself. Mr. Taxman. I love him. Uh, he is so himself. funny, so unique, uh, and I just like his like whole story. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite character is Toto. Oh, uh, Aoi Toto. Toto. He's the <laughs> yes. one that does the boogie woogie. Oh my god, that was <laughs> Best so funny. Best <laughs> uh, Fun fact, you didn't see in the clips, him and Yuji initially bond because Toto is also looking for a woman like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are we all? And, just were, and for he a was woman? like, "Ah, finally, another man of taste." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't see him as competition. He literally like only respects people that have the same like interest in him. Like he thinks Megumi is super strong. And then when he was like, "What kind of women are you into, Megumi?" Megumi's like, "I don't really know." And he like starts beating the shit out of me, Megumi, <laughs> being like, "What kind of a fucking man doesn't know?" And then when Yuji's like, "Girls like Jennifer Lawrence," he's like, "Finally, a kindred spirit." <laughs> You have some great moments with all these characters. They're all very mm-hmm. unique, very interesting. I mean, there's a panda named Panda. Come on. What what else can you ask for <laughs> I, in this I anime? I am very intrigued to know what the panda can do because they didn't expand on it. She was like, you're not going to expand on the panda? I was like, thank you. But then the clip ended. So <laughs> he I was doesn't. like, now, now I have to know what the panda can do. But... All of that said, we have your thoughts. We have your favorite character. So now, I, I mean, I know you're a little apprehensive to the curses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just a little. But I do I do want you to know that you do have latent jujutsu kind of sorcery latent in you. Me? So I think it would benefit society. And maybe you should make this call for yourself. 
Ugh. But I think you should join the Jujutsu High uh, so that you can, uh, you know, become a better sorcerer with it. You've convinced me. I think I'm going to keep going to this school and see what happens. Well, if that's the case, then I do have to ask you the admission. You do the admission essay. There's to see if you can essay? get in. Oh, my God. I'm uh, out. But don't worry. Go. It's oh. just like it's a it, they call it an essay, but it's just because they're sorcerers. They're, they don't know how actual schools work. They don't do English classes. The well, I want to go literally less. just a one question. It's actually more like a questionnaire. Okay. Because okay. there's a simple uh, answer that you can give. Mm. And it's just one question. The prompt is, Lauren, will you keep watching Jujutsu Kaisen? Is this a multiple choice? <laughs> uh, it is a write your own answer in. Oh, my God. Well, then, I guess I'm going to have to write yes. I will continue to watch Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen. I need to remind <laughs> myself that it's not what I thought it was. But, yeah, no, I really like this one it's only 24 episodes i could catch up super fast yeah another kawaii success in the book i'm super excited that you liked it Mm -hmm. Uh, and that does make us five for five for best of 2020 month again how could you not it's best 2020 honestly but a (laughs) uh, a phenomenal way to round out the month and a phenomenal way to round out the year another phenomenal year i guess really the first full year because uh we started originally in december in september of 2020 we have Mm. now completed all of 2021 and who knows what 2022 will bring spoiler we'll tell you more about that later but (laughs) that's actually not where this episode ends of course not because now it's time for is there an amv for that All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me a song and artist for Jujutsu Kaisen. All right. I went with your classic battle song. I went with We Will Rock You by Queen. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see if it exists, though. Let's see if it exists. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen... Queen? We will Who rock is this you? queen? I don't know. And what is what are we speaking of? Queen? Uh, <laughs> the in- the queen of England? The queen of England yeah. is potentially dead? Uh, that's my that's my favorite conspiracy right now. Lauren, a yeah, phenomenal yeah. choice because you have given us our second 3 for 3 <gasps> of the month. I did? Yeah, Dane got us there with Dodo Dodo, and now you have rounded us out towards the end of the month, saving grace, because we, as you know, from your our earlier episode, we were not yeah, getting there. No, that was a rough time. But you rounding out the month with oh a solid God. three for three, because there are multiple AMVs for <gasps> We Will Rock You to Jujutsu Kaisen. Wow. Oh my You'll God. You'll love to see it. Look Absolutely love to see it. And heck, <laughs> maybe you might be the first to get us to four. Oh God. Month. Oh no. Because Lauren, it's mm-hmm. time for the super secret not so secret bonus point is there an amv for evanescence bring me to life for jujitsu kaisen all right lauren will it exist i'm like sweating right now um (laughs) (laughs) the pressure's on you're the you're you're the last chance for this month to get a four four pointer bt dubs i did say jujitsu so lauren has cursed me that's my fault i yeah okay okay yes or no i say yes Lauren, four points oh my God. in the book. Only four pointer of the month and oh a God. phenomenal way to close out the year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> that is a solid four point. There are a ton of Jujutsu Kaisen AMVs for Evidence to Bring Me to Life. There are some very dark, very sad moments in this anime, so it fits. But with that said, that is all we have. Uh, Lauren, do you want to know what your prize is for getting the only four pointer of the month? 
I would love to know what my my prize is. I didn't even realize there was a prize. I will say there's it's like it's kind of like um like getting a superpower. Oh. It's like a it's like a gift and a curse. Oh, okay. Because your prize is uh and this is just our fun way of announcing that beginning in 2022 Lauren will be our permanent third host for Kawaii Disappointment. Yay! Welcome to the team. Oh my god, thank you so much. I didn't see this coming except that I did because I said yes. <laughs> Because <laughs> of commitment. Uh, obviously, we have had a phenomenal time having on all of our friends, our rotating door, getting to expose anime to more and more people as mm-hmm. uh, is the gift of this world. But there's just been a special click that has happened with Lauren uh, on these episodes. And we hope that you as our listeners have uh, felt that click too, mm-hmm. because uh, that is going to be our new normal. It is going to be the PJ Skyler and Lauren show uh, from here on out. And we hope that you guys keep tuning in in 2022 to hear more of lauren's crazy wild takes on anime here we go you're in for a wild ride kids we finally get to publish that cover art yeah we do who knows yeah maybe tune in for the first episode of 2022 to see our new and improved cover art but you'll have to wait for that episode for that because that is where we are going to have to wrap up today. Lauren, thank you so much for coming on. We have we had a great time having you on. And we hope you had a good time being on. But more importantly, we hope our listeners had a good time listening to this episode. We hope you all had a good time, a fun time, a jujutsu time, a, a boogie woogie time. time, a best of friendo time, <laughs> and a domain expansion time. But until next time, I have been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And that is the last outro for 2021. Gosh, we're not going to have another episode for until next year. Oh, that's going to be <laughs> what an original so joke I've never heard. <laughs> <laughs> PJ, right. you're a funny so guy. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Pod. On Facebook, you can also find the official Kawaii Disappointment group where you can interact with us as well as other fans of the podcast. Or go to our website, kawaiidesupod.com, for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes. It really does help. 